The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Welcome. Welcome to The Visual Workplace. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and I'm your host on this, our weekly radio show about letting the workplace speak. In each of our shows, we look at some aspect of that, of how to embed the intelligence of our operational system into the living landscape of work through visual devices, through visual systems and mini systems, how to install the language of our current level of operational excellence, even if we are not quite as excellent as we wish we would be or as we will be. When we make that level concrete through visual devices, visual systems, and mini-systems, we can literally see how we think. The devices capture our intelligence. And we can predict how that thinking will function because we've captured it and we see it in action. Oh, wonderful. And why do we bother? We bother for the bottom line benefits of 15 to 30% increase in productivity, improved safety, better quality, more aligned delivery time, shrinking costs. Oh, wonderful, again. And for the splendid cultural alignment, for the cultivation of a spirited and engaged workforce on all levels, not just the operator level, but also supervisors, managers, field reps, CEOs, marketing, everyone. The enterprise becomes increasingly conscious. It becomes fluid. And what fun is that? Hmm? So welcome, welcome. And today, today is a really special show because it's our 200th show. It is. Today we have we have been on the air through 200 shows that's going into our fifth year. Wowzer. We started on September the 20th, 2011. And four years later, here we are, four years of discussion and exchange and radio images and principles and concepts all about workplace visuality and the technologies of the visual workplace. And there's still more. We are about to enter our fifth year. And there is still more. And why is that? Why is that? Because visuality is a language, the operational language of our production, of our operations. Visuality is a paradigm of thinking. It isn't the devices. It's the thinking behind the devices, the principles that trigger that thinking, that form that thinking, not point solutions. 
visuality is a system. It is a system of systems. In fact, in my assessment, it is the very ground in which those systems reside. So it's our fifth year, 70,000 listeners a month. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, we started in September 2011 with 30 listeners. And that grew to 400 by November. And we were over the moon. We all were. Wow, 400 listeners a month. And then, out of nowhere, when we looked in February 2012, we had shot up to 70,000 a month. Isn't that thrilling? We were thrilled. We are thrilled. We are thrilled to know of your interest and of your continuing interest. And I thank you so very much, my dear listeners. Thank you for listening, for your interest in and your pursuit of workplace visuality. Because I know of companies that listen to this show every week and they advance their visuality. I know of at least four companies in China, several in Europe and a lot in the United States. I know of consultants who listen in, and they amplify their practice by what they learn through what we share here. And nothing makes me happier. Nothing makes me happier than sharing my work with you. There is nothing that brings me greater joy. I hesitate because I remember, I need to say except for my cat, Merlin, my cat, when he chews on my arm. That's a kick and a half. (laughs) Visual Workplace Radio and Merlin the Cat. Some call it love. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Just a couple of quick, quick announcements, and we'll get to the topic uh, for today, which we started last week. In celebration of our 200th show, our marketing department has put our DVD, 10 DVD set on Visual Workplace Visual Order on special, special sale. It's normally $999. It is now for, I believe, the next week, $499. And our slightly, lightly used version was $499, and it's now $249. This is really a great sale. You just go to our website, follow the links, go to the book page, and you will see the uh, DVD system there and follow the links and the discount is built in. So, And then I want to announce that our next live webinar in our summer series, 5S on Steroids, will be conducted on Friday live, Friday, July 17th at noon Pacific, 3 o'clock East Coast. You register on our website, visualworkplace.com, and check out while you're at it the series on 5S on steroids in the Visual Thinker, our newsletter, about the last five issues, and I'm going to add a few more. We now have my articles separated out from the newsletter individually and in a PDF format for you to download so you can store them in your own files in a single file. Go to our newsletter page for that. For the articles, you'll see the link. And if you can't make it to the live webinar on July the 17th, look for the rerun. It'll be available in a few weeks, reasonably priced, affordable, and and we think very, very high quality. We always, always aim for that. This isn't a black and white PowerPoint. This is learning through a visual medium and audio medium as well. And on August the 14th, we have our final summer live webinar 
uh, visual conversion case study of Lockheed Martin, the aerospace giant. Again, you can check it out for the write-up and for the registration on visualworkplace.com or simply call us at 503-233-1784, 503-233-1784, radio at visualworkplace.com. Let the workplace speak. And so today, today we continue with our discussion of the Blitz. This is the second of three shows. Last week, we walked back in history and we learned where the Kaizen Blitz format came from. You may call it rapid improvement events. At that time, which was in 1985, when it first arrived on our shores in the West, it was called Five Days and Four Nights. We'll talk about what it looked like then and how it changed since then, how it morphed, and what amazing good it did and it does, and what harm it did way back when and why. It's a really interesting story. We talked last week about Jake Sprakes in Connecticut, a little bit about George George Conensaker, who ran the, the Jake Sprakes plant at the time, along with Bob Pentland, fine fellows, each of them. We talked about the team that came over from Toyota to conduct the first so-called Blitz, Yoshiki Iwata, who passed away in 2001, and Shihiro Nakao and Tubasan. Five days and four nights because it was long. It was intense, an unending week of applying the practices and principles of cellular design. It was not a continuous improvement event. It was not an employee involvement event. It was an undistilled application of a predetermined engineering-based form called cellular design. Break the silos, create left-to-right cells, obliterate waiting whip. This was eruption, destruction, revolution, not evolution, wham, bam, and zero focus on employee involvement. And that's funny because nowadays the Kaizen Blitz, its cousin, is a major formulation for employee involvement. So you just see how that went. And you know, within two years of that first event in 1985, Iwata and his team established a Shinkajitsu group. And the rest, as they say, is history. And it's all in last week's show. This week, we take a closer look at the origins of the term Kaizen Blitz and then define and begin to outline the visual workplace blitz, a formulation especially to support workplace visuality. That'll be just after our first break. Next week, I'll finish my walkthrough of the visual blitz, and I think you'll find some, if not many, takeaways you can use in your own blitz process, whether that is the Kaizen Blitz, REI, or a visual workplace blitz. And the rest, as they say, is history. Five days and four nights morphed into its American version, kinder, gentler, and for quite a while, it also kept its engineering focus. Standard work, quick changeover, tack time, line leveling, line smoothing, pull. In other words, cellular design. And then it morphed again and again and again until it, well, it pretty much has become all things to all people and a vehicle for continuous improvement, a vehicle for CI. Everything is now squished into it. And, you know, I would be hard-pressed to say if that was a good thing or maybe a move in the wrong direction. It's really hard to distinguish it. There are so many benefits in both forms. But I can tell you that I loved the technical edge of the earlier formulation. Anyway, it's all in last week's show. 
This week, we will take a closer look at the origins of the term Kaizen Blitz and then define and begin to outline the visual workplace blitz, the rapid improvement event that gets the methodology of visuality going and growing, combined with individual improvement time, individual application. We'll do that just after our first break. Next week, I'll finish our walk through this, the visual blitz, and detail the step-by-step how to make it go, how to make it grow, how to make it good. And I think you will find some, if not several, great takeaways that you can use in your own blitz process, visual or Kaizen. So let's take our first break, and I'll be here when you get back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, this is Gwendolyn. We're back connected. We hope we stay that way. This is our second segment of our show today, our 200th show today on Visual Workplace Radio, and I'm your host, Gwendolyn Galsworth. We are just recapping from last week what we have learned about um, what actually I experienced about the Kaizen Blitz the first time it came to America, which was in 1985, and it was called Five Days and Four Nights at the time. The form itself, the form that Iwata-san and his colleagues 
created was special within Toyota. It was a form that was never used on what I call the mothership. It was never used at Toyota proper, but it was used on the supply chain. And Iwata and his colleagues were experts in the Toyota production system, absolute senseis. They were sent out to work with the suppliers for one week, five days and four nights, and to create a change that was aimed at reducing costs by 30%, and they always succeeded. They often achieved more, but they always succeeded at 30%. And they were not nice about it. (laughs) They were working with suppliers. Many were single-sourced to Toyota. So Toyota had them very, very closely held, and they knew it. And they had exactly five days and four nights to create cells. Courtesy was left in a box in the parking lot. Inside the plant, Iwata and his team were kings, senseis. Dictators, really. They were to be obeyed. And for good reason. The company's life depended on it. They had one week with these experts. Toyota wanted results, expected results, and made sure it happened. Nobody talked back or even looked to the right when they were supposed to be looking to the left. If they did, they got slapped. Literally slapped. (laughs) Oh, dear. This team was called the thugs of the Toyota production system. That's the water told me that. He said, we're the thugs of the Toyota production system. And that formulation came to our shores in 1985 at Jake's Brakes. The change happened. Jake's Brakes went through its transformation. But the next Monday, the employees were not happy. And the company was about to shut down. It was about, about four months after this first event. The company was on its way. Danaher had made an internal decision that the situation was unredeemable, irretrievable. Employees were too unhappy, and they were planning to move to Tennessee or Arkansas. It never came out because the union changed its mind. I'm sure that they heard that, that this was going to happen. And because George began, George Konensager began to make changes in the model. And he worked very, very hard to win his employees back, balanced with an incredible reduction in flow time and flow distance. He worked very hard, he and Bob Pentland, to keep the plant because it was for them a laboratory. It was for them their learning line. And because they had tremendous respect for their employees, they didn't want to see it go away. They didn't want what they thought they were doing for the good of the company to turn out to be for the bad of the company. So that's what we talked about in more detail last week. It's an interesting show, kind of an insider version. You can listen to the podcast. Today I want to move on. I want to make a few points before we get into the visual blitz. I want to kind of talk about a little bit about the very ancient history of the Kaizen Blitz and what happened also when it came here. So what has happened over the years since that first five days and four nights is that the Kaizen Blitz has, was adopted as the great transformational event it is or it became. The Kaizen Blitz name, as far as I know, was coined by a brilliant team of volunteers with AME 
who wanted to replicate what Iwata had done at Jake's, but under a different name with more sizzle and more uh, less Japanese thing, if you know what I mean. This was about 1993 94. AME staged its first Kaizen Blitz event in 1995 in Farmington, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I was there, of course. I was with Iwata. I beg your pardon. I was with. Yes, Iwata was there. Oh, my goodness. Iwata was there. Ha! Huh, I'd forgotten about that. Was it? Hmm. The event, at any rate, was dazzling. <clears throat> we slew more than a few dragons in material handling, quick changeover, cell design, and on and on. And you can find my article on that event from 1995 in the membership box on our website. It's free. If you're a free member, it's in your box. If you're a paid member, it's in your box. It's a really good article. Lots of pictures in black and white, of course. We didn't have the technology for color. Lots of detail. Lots of uh, history. And by the way, the Kaizen Blitz name morphed to Rapid Improvement Event when it went to Delta Point a few years later, about a year later. They were working with Boeing at the time. Boeing acquired the name, and many of you are using the Rapid Improvement Event name. That also is tied to the same strain of history. Interestingly, Royal Notabom Trailers, an excellent company in the Netherlands that I worked with for a number of years, they called their Rapid Improvement Event and this was for visual blitz, vivas, because nobody in Holland liked the ring of blitz, of course, because of what happened to that country during World War II. So they used the term vivas. We did vivas. It was very nice. So I want to talk a little bit about the name of Kaizen Blitz so that you have another piece, another perspective on what is now our popular understanding we all know that Kaizen means incremental improvement, based on the book of the same name, Kaizen, by Masaki Yamai. And it is one of the reasons why the Japanese laugh at us, because we combined, laughed at us, they don't laugh at us, they laughed at the time at this strange combination, Kaizen Blitz. Incremental improvement really, really fast. Kaizen Blitz, and they thought, oh, you Americans, ha, 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 Kaizen Blitz, incremental improvement, gradual, incremental improvement, really, really fast, Kaizen Blitz. <laughs> I laugh at it, too. But let's look at the word Kaizen itself. It in itself is a derivative. It is not in its natural or original form. If you go back to the ancient Japanese scrolls, the ancient religious texts, you will find the word Kaizen in two parts. One part is Kai, K-A-I, as we spell it in the West. And it has various meanings, including ocean, ocean of transformation, a process change on a very high order. And in some texts, Kai is another name for God. You can look. It's hard to find. You won't find it on Google. But I have friends who speak or are scholars in ancient Japanese. They said the Kai part of Kaizen means God. The Zen part 
which is often translated as meditation. If you go further back, it means journey. It means journey. So Kaizen means a journey to God. And if, in fact, you have experienced even part of that journey, you know it is extraordinarily gradual. Baby steps, baby steps, incremental change. Hmm? Incremental, gradual change. It's a journey of realization, and it's a journey to realization. And that's very close to, in the material world, what we experience when we bring in Kaizen into our companies. It's really quite revelatory. It's a revelation. It's an epiphany. You get it. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. But once you get it, it's gotten for life. So I thought that I wanted to add that also to plump up our conversation. All of these great forms have very, very deep roots. And it is worth thinking about, contemplating and understanding that what you are doing is important and you must keep doing it. What you are doing is a journey of you. And that is one of the reasons why we continue, because it is personally so interesting. It, speak, it, it speaks to us deeply, to the deepest parts of us, and that might give you an explanation of why. So we're now going to begin the visual blitz. It is a blitz format in that it is event-based. I'm going to start it now. We'll pick it up after the break in a second. It is a, a blitz or a rapid improvement event format, but it is focused on the application of visual principles and practices. It has very specific parameters in terms of what does the change look like and how do we create that change. What's the process? We're going to see in the Blitz a combination of the two parts of every successful operator-led implementation. One will be methodology, a step-by-step procedure, and the business benefit comes from the methodology part of the equation. And the other is going to be imagination, the second part, equal is about imagination, creativity, coming up with ideas, research and development, trial and error, ideas. And you can imagine the two of those as a kind of braid, or if you're familiar with the form of the caduceus, which is what we see in the medical profession with the single line down the center for the change or the spine, and then these two weaving braids coming through that's what happens in an implementation i'll pick this up uh, i'll bring i'll bring this up more we'll go into that and then into the details of the blitz right after our next break i'll see you in a minute Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn Galsworth at the Visual Workplace, and we are just moving into the discussion of the Visual Blitz on our show today on the Visual Blitz, tied to last week's show on the Kaizen Blitz. Some similarities, different purpose, and a slightly different format. The visual blitz, you can think of it in three parts, in three different, uh, defined, defined in three ways based on the length and the number of people who are involved. Very simple. There's a visual macro blitz, a visual mini blitz, and a visual micro blitz. And the whole idea of the blitz is to have a continuous event, something that happens weekly to move the dial even a little on your visual conversion. People who participate, I'll define the, the, the three levels in just a moment, but I want to say people who participate in the Blitz have been trained in the principles and practices of workplace visuality. In our book, that means work that makes sense. Operator-led visuality, that's my yellow book, and it's also our really excellent e-learning system. 12 modules of learning, a step-by-step process, and an enormous potential for creativity, application of creativity and methodology, what I was talking about before the break. Methodology, step-by-step, ideas, creativity. Methodology will get you the bottom line benefit. Creativity will get you the cultural alignment. It divides very neatly. You need both, and you need them woven together. You'll learn how to do that. It's a little tricky at first, but you'll learn how to do that. 
So people who participate in the Blitz participate because they are beginning to know how to think visually. They are visual thinkers in the making. The three levels of blitz, very simple. A macro blitz is the entire department shuts down and everyone engages in improvement activity. That's two or three hours, not two or three days, two or three hours can happen on Friday afternoon or Wednesday morning, whatever it is. Visual mini blitz is a small set of teams. If you have two or three teams, if you're a large uh, department they stop work and they engage in visual improvement activity. And that's usually an hour and a half or two. The third level is a micro blitz, where at least one person stops work and engages in visual improvement activity during the week. You try to pace these once a week so that there's always something happening. And that's usually an hour, an hour and a half. Okay? Now, these blitzes happen... <clears throat> either during regular working hours because you have an improvement time policy that says we are going to differentiate between production time and improvement time because if we don't, improvement will never happen. So during regular work hours or you can, as part of your policy, decide to shut down the department once or twice a month with a mini blitz or micro blitz pulling up the rear for the alternate weeks, always something is improving. Or in some companies, especially very small ones, one Saturday will be set aside per month where you can come in for four hours and work and be paid. Because for these companies, continuous improvement is important enough for that to be worth it. Hmm? sometime over the weekend. If you have many shifts, you have to work all of this out, as you know. But the blitz, the visual blitz, is scheduled very, very regularly. I want to go through a set of principles, very small principles, that capture what's going on in a blitz, in a blitz so that you can get the framework of thinking, and then we'll go into more detail. There are nine principles, but you'll see some of them are so ordinary, and yet they're a principle. The first principle is, during a visual blitz, the eye drives. Many of you are familiar with my work, and a component of my work is eye-driven. What do I need to know? What do I need to share? Not what do we need to know, but what do I need to know? This is the time when associates whom you are training how to think visually get to apply what they learned. And they do it based on their understanding and their preferences about what they want to change within the context of the format of the methodology. If people don't want to play, if they don't, want to do anything during a blitz because this is eye-driven, there is a soft rule that says, okay, if you don't want to pursue an improvement idea or an improvement project of your own, then join another group. Just become a member of another small team. And these small teams are two people, three people at the most. And they're off focused on very discreet, very special tasks or projects. And that brings us to principle number two. The hit list supplies the focus. 
So the visual workplace action hit list are the ideas and the projects that come out of the training that operators want to undertake. Operators will post their idea and then somebody will sign up for it or not. We have another rule. It's a soft rule, but it's important. It says just because you thought of it and it went on the hit list doesn't mean you have to do it. But also, just because no one wants to do it doesn't mean it shouldn't be done and doesn't mean it won't be done. And that's negotiated by the supervisor. That's kind of worked out with the supervisor and the trainer and the team. Principle number three, these are short, focused events. We want them to be short and therefore we want them to be frequent. Principle number four, so in order for that to work, short, focused events, supplies need to be kept on hand. Fully stocked visual workplace supply carts, fully stocked shelves, cleaning supplies as needed. That's principle four. Principle five has to do with, again, the time. That the time that is taken is part of the improvement time policy that is set forth by the ranking site executive as policy. Not as a tool, but as policy. We will differentiate improvement time from production time and we will track it. Now, there's a great deal on improvement time that I've written. There are shows you can look for um, at our shows and just search on improvement time in order to understand that more fully. But this is a formal policy and it is implemented and it is tracked. It's very, very important. Principle number six, supervisors and trainers, coaches, either lend a hand, they take up a task or join a team, or they are gophers. They go get things. They get more supplies or they look after, uh, they go find the maintenance guy if necessary. Usually you have a maintenance guy on the, on the team at every blitz, especially macro blitzes. Supervisors and trainers do not walk around with coffee cups in their hands, nor is there any desk work. Both of those are colossal no-nos. Principle number seven, take photos. Make memories out of each blitz. Here we are working together, feeling the flow of our common good. Take photos. Take team photos and show people working. I will be talking to you, and I'm afraid that I've run over today, so we may have to pick this up last next week. I apologize. Do I talk too much? Well, you know, this is our 200th show, so evidently I talk too much, but I enjoy it. And evidently you do too. Your 70,000 of you are listening, so thank you. Principle number seven, take photos, make memories out of each blitz. Principle eight, this is again the pacing. Blitzes happen every week. On some level, macro or micro, every week the dial is moved in the direction of our common good. And principle number nine is where I began. Everyone gets trained. If people do not learn about visuality, the principles and practices, if they are not ex inspired by examples that they understand through the principles, then we run out of ideas. Everyone runs out of ideas. We have to instead cultivate the thinking. When you teach thinking, then we can solve any problem and all problems 
forever. Solutions come out of thinking. And an improved production system, operational system, comes out of solving problems permanently. And by the way, sustaining them through visuality. So those are nine kind of organizing principles for you to think about. Associates must be learning about the principles and practices of workplace visuality. They cannot do a blitz based on their imagination forever. The system is a system of thinking, building blocks of thinking, motion, work, information deficits, the six core questions, value field, motion metrics, and all important, the, the I-driven principle of implementation, the need to know, need to share. That is how the thinking becomes constructed. That's visual thinking. <clears throat> so, I want to tell you about responsibility lines, but I think I'll do this right after the break. And no, I'm not going to be able to get through it today. But this will be useful, and we'll just go into more detail next week. I know you're interested. We've been getting emails. Very encouraging. And I want you to, tr- to do this. I want you to implement visual blitzes. Hmm? I have something else to tell you. I'll see you in a moment, and I'll tell you then. <clears throat> Thank you. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back. Hi, this is Gwendolyn Galsworth. Welcome back to the Visual Workplace, Visual Workplace Radio. This is our final segment for today. I will cover whatever we don't cover today, which will be substantially a lot next week. And also, I just spoke with our tech, Nick, and he said that we'll re-record the first segment so that uh, if you uh, come to this as a podcast, you'll have a very good quality uh, listening. So, just before the breaks, we went over nine principles that guide the Blitz, and actually they guide improvement in general. And now I want to talk about who drives the Blitz, how that happens, what's the accountability structure. At first, trainers, trainers of workplace visuality, if you're doing work that makes sense, then the work that makes sense trainers are responsible for setting up and running the Blitz. Most blitzes, in fact, take place as part of the training or directly after or during the same week, within two or three days, but even better, two hours in the classroom, two, two and a half hours in the classroom, and another two hours out on the floor or the next day. Great. Over time, the blitzes are scheduled between training sessions so that there might be two or three blitzes before the next training session. Because what you want from workplace visuality is you want the change to happen. You want the methodology to be applied and you want people to have an opportunity to, in addition, create solutions that really have never been seen on the planet before. They're inventions. You want to give them time for this. Supervisors will become more involved when the training, when the blitzes are scheduled between training sessions. But because supervisors are in charge of operations in their respective areas, they also remain in charge of time, how time is used, production time versus improvement time. Supervisors, therefore, get to decide when the blitzes are scheduled and for how long, so trainers really have to stay closely connected. You cannot impose your will on a supervisor. You will lose them. There will be a lot of... stuff to pay (laughs) yes but over time the supervisor will take over the blitz that means over time the trainers are training the supervisors how to conduct a blitz how to support it and how to make sure the change happens in between the blitzes They go over the template that I will be sharing with you most of it next week of how do you run a blitz, how do you set it up for success, how do you follow up, etc., etc. Supervisors are the perfect partners to your training as far as the blitz is concerned because people already know the principles, associates have learned the principles, they've learned the thinking, their head is full of possibilities, they have the building blocks of visual thinking in their mind, the trainer makes sure it's in place, and then turns it over to the supervisor after usually the fourth or fifth blitz. The the baton begins to be passed. Watch me two or three times, let's pass the baton, and after four or five or six blitzes, it's yours. I will be here as a support, and the other parts of my team will be here to support you, and, but I will be freed up as a trainer to go on and work with another group. So this is a way of building strength and leadership on the supervisory level. Okay. I want to say that 
you can certainly use the visual blitz as a 5S blitz. But I see, in my experience, 32 years and after much failure with 5S, I see that with 5S, you are cleaning in order to prepare the physical environment to hold visual information. If you don't get to the visual part of the 5S blitz, then it really has no payoff. It certainly has no glory. It has no excitement. It has no imagination. So if you are currently regularly doing 5S, do it. But once the place is clean and sorted, shift to something on the order of work that makes sense, which begins at the place that you call set in order. That is where we bring in smart placement in order to establish the location of things based on flow, based on the relationship between the thing, its function, and the flow of work. So I'm not asking you to give up 5S or the 5S Blitz, but I'm saying take it further, teach it further, get a better result, get a more complete result through work that makes sense. The book is there, it costs $55, it's often on sale for $40. <clears throat> the methodology is mapped out in 300 pages, 500 pictures. It's terrific. If you want to see it on its feet as a training, then get our e-learning system, which is very, very reasonable. There are payment plans. We'll work with you any way you want to work with in order for you to create this change. So the blitz is important. Let me move on to a little bit more about the hit list <clears throat> because that's going to be a central component, one of your seven success elements for an effective visual blitz. And that is your hit list is there to capture the items that your value-add associates, not you and not your manager, your value-add associates want to see improved. Trainers will teach associates how to use their hit lists during the training. And the hit list is a template. When you get the system, you get a resource folio with five or six different formats, or you know how to set up a hit list. Trainers will help build an area hit list and then use it during the blitz, supervisors will be watching. They'll take over that task. But these hit lists are eye-driven. So you will see a reflection of how you train and how well you train based on the projects that people identify need to be done. The more complete your teaching, the more interesting the projects. Visuality on the operator level establishes flow. It is a heartbeat away to move to lean, to move to pull, I should say, to move to pull. Once you have flow, you can go directly into pull and without the agony of resistance or lack of knowledge. It is a smooth shot. I'm going to just name the seven elements of a visual blitz, which we will walk through next week. Number one, before the blitz starts, there's going to be seven, broken into three segments, before, during, and after. Before the blitz, number one, focus the blitz. 
I'll give you detail next week. Number two, ensure that supplies are handy. That's all before. Number three happens during the blitz. Inspire and support people's vision. Number four, follow the process. Use the principles. That's during the blitz. Number five, take lots and lots of pictures. Build memories. That's during the blitz. After the blitz, number six is debrief. And number seven is follow-up afterwards. Follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. Those are the seven success elements of a visual workplace blitz. I will map them out next week in telling detail, and I hope that will, I hope that will be helpful to you. If you are currently doing an, a visual, I'm sorry, a 5S blitz, then think about amplifying your approach through some of the elements I'm naming. I want you to notice that none of the elements I named is an audit. I do approve of an operator-eye-driven uh, checklist or check sheet, a self-audit, but not a management audit. Management audits are about compliance, and what this needs to be about is creation, is about creating a visual workplace, not auditing the heck out of the first three S's, or if you're really unlucky, the first two S's. You know what I mean. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. And by the way, next week's newsletter article is going to be on the audit, where I'll put language behind those short comments that I just made. I want to thank you very much for listening. It is my pleasure to share my learning with you and to know that you are using it because you have, se- you have told us so and we have seen the result. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. I'm signing off. Let the workplace speak. appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.